0: Hypocrisy's the best policy Wish for change but lazily
1: That music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to season two, episode four of the HV Pucks podcast, powered by Capiche.com. This is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. I've been a hockey fan for the majority of my adult life ever since the early 1990s, when my buddy Joe Tuckman told me about how this guy named Mark Messier was going to bring a Stanley Cup to New York. I'll admit, I didn't appreciate hockey as a kid nearly as much as I do now, even though I lived in Suffren and went to Sportorama every Friday. But the one thing I always enjoyed was the different uniforms that the teams wore. Whether it's at the professional, collegiate, semi-pro, or scholastic level, A team's jersey sends a message to the players and to the fans about who they are and what they stand for. Regardless of the sport, there are certain iconic logos which are universally recognized. The New York Yankees automatically comes to mind. Then there's uniforms where you look at them and you say to yourself, what were they thinking? The 1996 Phoenix Coyotes jersey comes to mind right away for me too. Like a country's flag, the team jersey can evoke many powerful feelings. It can give fans a sense of belonging, which then creates loyalty and support. A team's jersey is part of its overall unique identity. So this week, I want to know which team in the Hudson Valley has the best jersey. So I divide them up into different categories, and we ran polls that lasted for 24 hours. We had a wildcard division. We had a classic-slash-collegiate-style division. We had a uh, custom slash charity game division. And lastly, we have kind of the everyday, you know, jersey that you'd see on a Friday night or on a Saturday night anywhere here in the Hudson Valley. Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back after this.
0: This is Grace Lunder and you're listening to the HV Pucks podcast. Available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now back to the show.
1: Now let's get right into the dump and chase. This week, I wanted to know which team had the best jersey in the Hudson Valley. I classified my favorite uniforms into four distinct categories. Custom slash charity, classic slash collegiate, everyday, and wildcard. I asked my followers and listeners to comment on which jersey they consider to be their favorite. And here's what you had to say. Will Brunner said, My top three jerseys go as follows. Number one, Monroe Woodbury. Number two, New Rochelle. And number three, Suffren. Pearl River Hockey said, I like these, but I might be biased. And then they tweeted a picture of their own uh, jersey. In response to Pearl River Hockey's tweet, Drake said, the quote-unquote Pearl River Buccaneer Kings. Byram Hills coach A.J. Clorty said, When I took over, we had some pretty haggard jersey sets, and our quality of play on the ice reflected the uniforms we wore. We got new home sets three years, three years in, and our navy blue ones we got three years ago, when we really started our run of winning seasons representing a new era of Byram Hockey. I think that the players feel more confident when they tug that navy blue sweater on and they look like one cohesive unit. I'm a firm believer in look good, feel good, play good. The navy blue jerseys represent confidence. Frank Alessandrino, head coach for Monroe Woodbury, said, My two brothers and I played club hockey in Monroe for four years, always hoping to wear one of those jerseys as a Section 9 hockey team. Our jerseys won a state championship in 2007, and every time a player puts on that sweater, it's a tribute to Paul Baxardi, who founded the program, and the hundreds of kids who came before them as club players. Mike Schiaparelli, head coach for Mamaronek, said, The black ones were the first new jerseys we got in 20 years, and we won states in them. White are our colors, and we wear them with pride in the jungle. Gary Dworkowitz, head coach for... North Rockland said, The players who wear our jerseys represent their school, their family, their community, and themselves. The players on this year's team are tremendous student-athletes as well. They exemplify the types of values that you would want your players to represent as a coach. Rob Schelling, head coach for Suffern, said, Our jersey represents a proud tradition of success and commitment to excellence. Kids grow up wanting to play for Suffern Hockey. John a uh, head coach for Somers North Salem, said, SNS is an interesting story. At one time, each school had its own team, but due to a gr- decrease in player numbers, we merged. Since, Somers, since the Somers mascot is the Tuskers and the North Salem mascot uh, is the Tigers, a member of the team suggested that the two be merged into the SNS Sabres. The jersey is simple, not overly gaudy, and both school colors are well represented. Seniors get to keep their jersey upon graduation, so after several years, we've reached the point where we need to replace the ones given out as mementos, so we're getting a new set for this season. Evan Kama said, Suffering without a doubt. Nick Pelosi said, North Rockland. James Carrier said, No question, White Plains. Mayapak Varsity Hockey said, Mayapak, of course. Jim Basher said Cornwall Dragons, and Muhaned1644 on Instagram said Clarkstown, and Lori said May pack. Okay, so as I said earlier, I broke the uh, jerseys down into different categories. The first category being custom slash charity game jerseys. Uh, And I had three entrants. The first entrant was a Rytown Harrison's mayor's cup game from 2017. That Jersey was created by dangle sauce hockey. And it's one of the hottest jerseys in the section. In my opinion, Uh, it's got a nice camo background. It's got the Rytown Harrison Titans logo prominently displayed in the center. It's got the American flag on one shoulder. Uh, And again, the picture I tweeted really doesn't do it justice But um, again, just a super, super sharp uniform. Uh, One of the other jerseys that I put out there was also created by Dangle Sauce. Uh, It's Byram Hill's Pink the Rink jersey. Uh, Again, uh, it prominently displays the pink cancer ribbon along the bottom of the jersey, also along the sleeves. Some people might consider it to be a little bit too busy. But again, it's for a very worthwhile cause. So to me, do it up however you want to do it. Um, again, stick taps out to the folks at uh, Byram Hills for putting that Pink the Rink uh, game together, as well as for putting this jersey together. And that's another Dangle Sauce creation. And last but not least, uh, we've got the Wounded Warrior. Uh, Jersey, courtesy of North Rockland. North Rockland mixed it up at Boulder Stadium a couple of years ago uh, with Clarkstown, and it's got the nice Wounded Warrior logo in the center. It's got North Rockland uh, patches on either side, and it's a nice kind of modern camo with red, gray, and white mixed in. Again, the picture doesn't do it justice. There was actually a very cool video uh, taken with a drone overhead the Boulders Stadium, the Boulders Ice Rink. Both teams were mixing it up during warm ups. Uh, and as far as the actual voting went, North Rockland and Rytown Harrison both tied with 41% of the votes. Byram Hills got 18% of the votes. 83 people voted in total. The uh, next category I want to talk about is the classic slash collegiate style. Uh, we had three entrants here as well. We had Pelham with their uh, traditional home jersey. That's what Ed Witts refers to it as. Uh, basically a white jersey with a big P in the middle. Um, clean, classic lines. Almost looks like something that, again, you'd see at uh, you know Michigan uh, with the blue and white striping on the sides. The P is a solid blue P with yellow on the outside. Again, just clean, simple, but uh, you definitely know which team you're watching. One of the other jerseys that I really like also from the uh, classic slash collegiate uh, category was Horace Greeley's jersey. It says Greeley right across the top in an arch, uh, almost in like a script type of writing. The number jersey number is prominently displayed underneath that. It's got some nice bold lines towards the bottom of the jersey. Again, I almost could see this uh, you know, at the Hobie Baker Arena down there in Princeton, Uh, That's how classic the jersey looked. And then the last entrant in this uh, particular category was uh, Rye Varsity Hockey's jersey. Uh, Again, very clean, very classic looking. You've got the Rye Town insignia in the middle. Rye High School hockey, established 1974. You've got black and red stripes on the bottom. You've got black and and red, I should say, stripes on the arms. You've got a nice uh, big red Uh, Strip along the top. Again, clean, classic, almost something that I would see at, let's say, an Ivy League school like Harvard, for instance. Uh, In that particular category, Pelham ran away with the votes at 52%. Rye was in second place with 37%. And Horace Greeley cleaned up with 11%. 79 votes were uh, recorded on that particular uh, category. Next, we have the everyday category. We had four entrants, and this was, uh, again, the most votes, 190 votes, 191 people turned out for this. Let's uh, look at Suffren's entrant. Uh, Suffren's got, again, their classic home jersey, which uh, uh, Carolina blue and white. You've got a nice Suffren Mounties logo in the middle. It's kind of their modern-day Mountie. It's a sideways-looking cat. If you don't really know what uh, Mounties logo is, it, it might be tough to tell at first, but you've got the Mountie logo sideways, two hockey sticks crossing behind the Mountie. Uh, you've got the the number on the upper uh, right portion of the front of the jersey, which is nice. Uh, you've got solid. Carolina blue strip uh, across the shoulders, you've got uh, Carolina blue and black striping along the arms, Carolina blue and black striping towards the bottom, again, clean, classic design, Uh, dare I say it looks very similar to, let's say, the Pittsburgh Penguins alternate jerseys, and very similar to Pelham's uh, Penguins jerseys as well. Uh, but we're not going to get into that at this point. Uh, one of the other jerseys, again, in the everyday category is one of my favorites, uh, Monroe Woodbury's home Crusader jersey. It's got a nice modern-day-looking Crusader Purple's one of my favorite colors. So, you know, it's an all-white jersey. You've got the Crusader logo in the center. You've got a purple and black stripe running across the center of the jersey uh, horizontally. That also lines up nicely with the black and purple and white stripes on either arm. It's got MW on the side. uh, And again, it's just, and the numbers are on the upper right-hand portion of the chest uh, again, very clean, classic. You'll see that most home games, uh, actually probably every home game uh, at ice time. Uh, then you've got Mayapak's home jersey. Some people consider this to be a little bit busy. I kind of like it. Uh, you've got some very interesting uh, golden blue striping that starts from the top uh, near the V-neck of the jersey and extends all the way down the sleeve. Uh, the only break in the in the lines or the stripes is where the number is displayed, again, in blue and gold. Uh, you've got pack in an arch, you know, very classic clean block lettering around the uh, the center of the uh, the uniform. You've got a gold and blue stripe uh, towards the bottom of the jersey, but there's still a little bit of white to be seen. And again, when you when you tie it in with the blue shorts and you tie it in with the gold and blue striping of the socks, I think it really, again, is a sharp-looking uniform. Um, and then in terms of the, uh, the jersey that kind of took it all in this particular category, you've got the White Plains Tigers jersey uh, created, again, by Dangle Sauce Sports. Uh, there's no mistaking who this is. There's a mean, I mean, a mean-looking tiger on the front of the jersey, prominently displayed. It says White Plains Tigers in big orange letters, big, bold lettering. Uh, No mistaking, you've got two paw prints on either shoulder. You've got, uh, it's a primarily orange, almost like a creamsicle color. You've got uh, two white stripes running along the bottom of the jersey. They coincide nicely with the striping on the arms. You've got the the numbers on either side. You've got a nice amount of space between the paw prints on the shoulder, the numbers and the stripes. Again, the good folks at Danglesauce Hockey really knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. In this particular category, White Plains ran away with the voting at 48% followed by Suffren at 24%, Mayapak at 20%, uh, and Monroe Woodbury cleaned up with 8%. 191 of you voted for that one as well. And last but not least, this was kind of a last-minute entry, so I refer to it as the wildcard category. We only had two entrants. We had 61 votes. Uh, We've got the Mount Pleasant Ice Cats. Again, it's a dark blue jersey. Um, With a very funky kind of mean looking cat head, you've got some teeth bearing. It says Ice Cats in a very modern, funky kind of uh, font. You've got uh, this particular picture that I posted on Twitter. You've got the captaincy on the left-hand side. The primary colors, again, the jersey itself is a is a dark blue. The ice cat head is green with a little bit of blue and white in there. It's got some funky uh, striping that comes just below the shoulder, a green stripe. You've got some white um, coloring on the inside of the sleeve. Uh, again, just a kind of a funky, modern take on uh, an ice cat, whatever that could be. Um, and then it was up against the Cortland Rebels, which is a new uh, co-op team between uh, Hen Hut and Lakeland Panis. I really like this jersey. It reminds me a lot of Yosemite Sam or the UNLV running Rebel. You've got a pretty tough-looking Rebel with a big chin. He's got a big mustache. He's underneath a, a, a big... Uh, 10-gallon hat with a feather coming out of it. Some people had a tough time figuring out what it was initially. I could tell right away. As soon as I saw these jerseys at the Ebersole, uh Rink Guy Matthews Thanksgiving tournament, I fell in love with them. Uh, it's uh, primarily a white jersey. You've got some gold lettering uh, on the sleeves, and um, you've got some black striping too. Almost kind of looks Pittsburgh Penguin-ish. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Penguins, but be that as it may, uh, I really like this jersey. Uh, and when it came to the voting, uh, Mount Pleasant 52%, followed by the Cortland Rebels 48%. So it was really uh, came down to the wire. 161, I'm not sorry, excuse me, 61 people turned out for this. Uh, so again, uh, that was the poll results. This is your boy Trav, and uh, you're listening to HV Pucks. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, or fans to talk pucks. Because this week is all about the jerseys and who has the best jerseys in the Hudson Valley, I had the unique opportunity to sit down and chat with Tom Lugaki, president of Dangle Sauce Sports. His company specializes in customized hockey jerseys, and uh, I know that the Army Club hockey team wears them. Uh, Town Harrison used them last year for their Mayor's Cup game. Byram Hills used them for their Pink the Rink game. And most recently, the White Plains Tigers um, had some new jerseys come in featuring a very awesome looking Tiger. Uh, those unis are straight fire, as I told Tom during the interview. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major. And I'm pleased to be joined by Tom Lugaki. President of Danglesaw Sports. Um I reached out to him via email. I know it's a crazy time of the year with hockey season starting and you know the holidays coming up, but he found a few minutes to uh, get uh get with me here on the show. I really do appreciate it, Tom. How's it going?
0: I'm doing just fine. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Like I said, when I saw those white plains jerseys at uh the Guy Matthews tournament, those were straight fire. I mean it, it's I'm a huge, huge fan. Of your work, so could you tell us a Thank little? you, b- appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Could you tell us a little bit more about Dangle Sauce? You know, like how long have you been in the sports apparel business, and the story behind how your company came to be?
0: Yeah, uh, we've been in, in the business since 2009. Uh, initially, it started as just more of a apparel based, off ice centric uh, clothing company, and then in 2010, I made the decision that we're going to have to make this thing. Uh, the real deal or not so it's kind of like an all-in moment and we just kind of were able to identify a problem in the market that we thought was the custom sports apparel Uh, you really didn't have much options with that so we just kind of started digging around and figure out how we could do uh, what we do now and offer a quality product that's actually custom make it affordable keep the price honest to everybody and uh, go from there.
1: I, you know, I've, I've seen your work, uh, in person, like I mentioned, the, the White Plains Tigers, uh, out of section one, uh, Town harrison had a mayor's cup game last year you guys did the uniforms for Town harrison again they were just tip top and uh byram hills that's actually how i got turned on you guys coach clorty uh is a big supporter of you guys um his pink the rink jerseys were also done by you so um i have a question though what does Dangle Sauce actually stand for like what's the meaning <laughs> behind it
0: well uh funny story about that so we uh we were playing a uh, club in michigan we were on our way to the national tournament and i was just talking to one of our, uh, my teammates we were kind of just you know as all good ideas do on the bus you know you're, you're uh, they're the greatest idea in the history of ideas that we're going to come up with this this clothing thing and so we're, we're hanging out and uh, we get into the games and we play our first game and this is back in uh where you had to win or you don't advance right. so everything's really focused you know we're trying to be you know you, you, you could be a one and done if you're not paying attention and we're in the middle of this game and uh we're actually losing by, and by i think it's two to one and my teammate looks at me out of nowhere just looks me dead in the face and he goes dangle sauce <laughs> and i and i looked at him i'm like what, what the hell is that like uh, i was like what, are you just yelling things at me What what are you doing he goes no that's the name of what what our company will be. I'm like, well, that's great. But do you mind if we get back to this game? Because <laughs> we've kind of got something going on right now.
1: Right.
0: So so that's where it started from. And, you know, we after the tournament, we come home, we kind of just disappear for a while, come back next season. And we said, hey, maybe we should really take a shot at that. So we put the two words together. Obviously, it, back then, 2009, you um, said the word dangle to a hockey guy. He knew what you were talking about. You said right. Sauster, Austin. He knew what you were talking about. We put the two together. it didn't mean much of anything, really, but it was provocative, right? You hear Tangle Sauce, and you remember it. So, even if you don't play hockey or you don't even have that sort of connection, you're always going to have that. So, it was a genius piece of marketing at that point.
1: Absolutely. And then,
0: uh, no, absolutely. and then it, up to last year, it was really interesting too because we, you know, we have worked really hard last time. And I'm watching ESPN and. Uh, they're, they're covering a game and one of the commentators on there, you know, someone makes some, a nice move, goes in and scores and he yells out dangle sauce on TV, right? And yeah. then you kind of look there and you're saying, wow, you know, we actually put a little stamp on the, on the culture here. So it was, it was really nice.
1: You finally made it. You got onto ESPN. You know,
0: <laughs> one way or another, I knew I was going to get there.
1: I'm going to go to the local pub this weekend and ask for a side of dangle sauce and see there you if go. I'm insane. sure they'll they look at you strange as yeah. they do me. They'll look, they'll look at me as about as strange as they do now. Um, (laughs) I, you know, I mentioned a few names before, certainly Byram Hills with their pink, the rink Jersey white Plains with those, again, those just bold, you know, tiger jerseys that, that, that logo is, is again, it's, it's, Straight fire. That's the best way I can put it. And um, Town Harrison. I also noticed that uh, Army West Point's club hockey team um, had a camo thing going for one of the games. Because anytime I see that DS, I know exactly whose handiwork that was. Um, Are there any other teams from this area? I know you probably service the whole country. Are there any other teams that come to mind right now that you're working with?
0: Uh, Yeah, actually just down the road from you guys uh, off on Long Island, yeah. Hosters club team okay we just sent them some stuff out i think they're gonna debut those this coming weekend if i'm not mistaken nice um we uh, worked over in massachusetts with the uh four nine five stars uh wpi their club they got something this year uh, westchester they've had our stuff for a while okay uh, yeah and then that little area over there is um obviously there's hockey's really popular and it's been good to us so I appreciate the fact that you notice.
1: And just a quick, just a quick, you know, shout out and certainly a plug for Dangle Sauce. You know, any and all of the coaches or players that are listening to the podcast, uh, you know, definitely check out their website. Definitely look into the the quality product and some of the nice the nice custom work that they're able to do. Because um, I'd like to see more of these jerseys, you know, in in our neck of the woods for sure. Um, could you just describe for us the process for creating a custom jersey?
0: Yeah, so whenever a team or you know, an individual needs something done, the, the best way to have uh, the most success is just to get an idea, uh, any sort of inspiration that you find. And it doesn't even have to be from the hockey world. Anything that kind of is an embodiment of what you're trying to do. And you can just send that over to us um, through the website, uh, danielsawsports.com. Use the contact us section. Uh, any of our social media outlets, and what we'll do from there is we'll talk to you, figure out what exactly it is that you're trying to do. If you've got any logos or any color palettes in mind, pass that information along. Uh, we'll get you over into the right area, and deal with the hockey group. There's a couple of designers over there that that are ready to go with what um, you know what, what teams usually need, and then we'll be able to just vet out what you really want. We'll mix it together, give you a concept, send them back to you a couple of different mock-ups. Tell us what you like. Most importantly, tell us what you don't like. We'll mix it again. We'll hone it in and we'll get it squared away. That's pretty much the process right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it can't get any easier. Um, Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, in your opinion, and you touched on this a little bit um, in your other answer, but in your opinion, what are the the key elements or components which make a good custom jersey?
0: Well, I guess uh, a good custom jersey, that's, you know, relative, right? But, What I would think is that anything that really meets the goal of what you're trying to do. So if you look through the, you know, our portfolio, the things that we've done individually, if you're looking for a game Jersey where you're looking to make a statement, what I find personally is that big blocky colors, um, something that you can see and recognize immediately as a completed concept. So when I work with the guys, I tell them they have the 30, 30, 30 test and that's from 30 yards. I've got to see that and say, I want to see more. When I get closer to that rink, at 30 feet, I can identify what's going on. And if I'm able to hold that jersey from 30 inches, there's more depth and detail. And and everything that's small that really makes our product special should be visible at that distance. And if they don't meet that criteria, we don't go forward. Hmm. So you could use those as a, a element for you know a game jersey for a season. But if you were to go into something like Rytown did or um, Byram Hills did with their cancer awareness jersey, they've got a lot of depth built into... The jersey itself, and that's just because they, there's a lot that they're trying to sell there. They're trying to, you know, they're they're showing you that they, you know they care about the uh, project they're working on, and they want to bring you in with a lot of different design elements. And one of the things that's really nice, especially with that Byram Hills Cancer Awareness jersey, is they're on their shoulders. They it looks like it's just little polka dots from far away, but when you get really close, you realize those are really just miniaturized pink ribbons for breast cancer, and a little uh, like a Gucci pattern, which I thought was a pretty nice touch. So that kind of just embodies, like I said. From far away, you know what you're looking at. When you get closer, there's still something more to offer. So as long as you're hitting all those goals along the way and you're really able to show the viewer what you're what you're trying to do, I think you've done a good job at a good jersey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I like that 30-30-30 um, concept, that analogy. That really does make a lot of sense to me. Um, what other sports, you know, I, I know you more certainly for the hockey end of things, but what other sports do you make uh, apparel or gear for?
0: Well, we've really made apparel for uh, for all sports. Uh, we've, we've done some lacrosse teams, we've done uh, cheerleading teams. As far as your uniforms are concerned, we've recently uh, branched down into baseball. We're working with a lot of club uh, college teams doing that, and then some local stuff here. This uh, past summer, we got into the soccer, so we've done probably about ten or twelve uniforms for those. And uh, even basketball, we we had obviously being Detroit here, we've got Quicken down the road. They had a big event for uh, something they had going on. We worked with a the guy there. His name was Joe. He was a really nice guy. He made everything streamlined. So it was really, really cool to be a part of such a big thing on a big stage for those guys. So we're able to take it from, you know, just uh, recreational stuff all the way up to, to you know, competition level. So whatever it is that you need, we're, we're able to handle it.
1: Yeah, that, that's, again, I can't thank you enough for coming on. This is some really great stuff. And I want to go back to something you said earlier. You're definitely interactive on social media. Anytime that I've tagged uh, a jersey that you've done, you you know, you're always commenting, you're always retweeting it or liking it. And uh, that leads me to the last question certainly. Uh, what's the best way for people to contact Dangle Sauce if they're interested? And is there a fee involved for getting a mock up made?
0: Well, the best way to, to get a hold of us, you can go through the website. There's a yeah. the contact us section on the bottom. Just type in couple little things, send it over, and we'll get it vetted out to where it needs to go. Uh, like you said, the social media is with the Facebook, uh, Dinosauce Sports, Twitter is Sauce Hockey for, for your listeners here, and then Instagram is uh, Dinosauce Sports as well. Um, we'll be able to take whatever information that you need there, put together something for you, kick it back out. Um, as far as that process, um, yes and no. There, there generally is no fee for any sort of artwork that we're going to send to you, um, especially if you end up Purchasing a product at the end. That's all incorporated and that's that's part of what we do I always like to say that you know when people ask why I don't charge for uh, add-ons for jerseys or, or changing colors or Art fees. I always like to tell them that you know though. That's not custom That's just annoying like you shouldn't do that to people when they're just trying to get something done, right? So when, if, when that's the case you know we, we kick it back out everything goes smooth yeah that's that's not a problem if it gets to the point where we've got to do you know 30 different mock-ups well i got to compensate the designer for a little bit here, you know uh, understood so, understood yeah yeah so i mean we're, we're not in it to uh make money on the art we're just in it to make sure that you guys are uh you know looking good and, and you're getting what you want so that's where our goal is here
1: absolutely and again. I know it's a busy time of the year for you with the hockey season starting. You cater to multiple different sports outlets and teams. We also have the holidays to contend with. So again, Tom, I can't thank you enough. Uh, this is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major. And you're, and I've been pleased to be joined by uh, Tom Lugaki, president of Danglesaw Sports. I'm calling him. Uh, he's in the Motor City right now. He's in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, again, Tom, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Much success to you and to your company, and I hope to see many more of your custom uniforms uh, and apparel throughout the Hudson Valley, throughout New York state, in all honesty.
0: All right, Travis. Well, thank you for your time. I really do appreciate it. Happy holidays to you too. And uh, since you brought up the holidays, I'll be looking for one of those big giant onesies that you got on your Twitter there.
1: Oh yeah. I'll definitely, you know what? You'll, (laughs) you'll definitely see it. Um, There's a, there's a couple of games coming up that I'll definitely wear it to. And I'm probably, I'm probably going to wear it to MSG In uh, February when uh, Yarmir Yager and the Calgary Frames come to town. So, you know.
0: The relics. All right. Well, thanks for your time, brother. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, take care. You too. As the fourth episode for season two comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. Uh, So with the seasons in full swing now in New York and New Jersey, and with the season starting to take off in Connecticut, there are a number of worthwhile charities or player accomplishments or other events that I think uh, need to be acknowledged, so bear with me. Stick taps out to Captain Jenna Woods of the Williamsville girls varsity hockey team who scored five goals and had one assist in a 7-3 win over Hamburg-Eden on Friday, December 1st, which set a new school record. What makes this even more special was that this happened on the anniversary of Western New York Girls Federation Hockey. Stick taps out to freshman James Fay of the Howell Rebels, who had a four-goal game versus um, Marlboro on Friday, December 1st. Uh, the, the team wound up winning, the Rebels wound up winning 8-2 to that night. Stick taps out to senior Sean Milad, uh, also of the Howell Rebels, who scored six goals against Toms River on uh, November 27th and had five goals versus Old Bridge on December 1st for a grand total of 11 goals in uh, two games, stick taps out to Star Point Varsity and Star Point's JV hockey teams for volunteering their time to bag 2,600 bags of groceries for the Boxes of Love in Buffalo. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Rhett Wesley of uh, the St. Francis Fed hockey team, who made 48 saves in a two to one loss to Shady Side on Friday, December first. They went on. Then he went on to make 54 saves in a three to one loss to Cheshire. And stopped 43 shots in a two-to-one loss to Forest Academy. Both of those games were played on Saturday, December 2nd. Lastly, Rhett made 35 saves in a four-to-one loss to Gilmore as part of a Midwest Prep Hockey League tournament held in Pittsburgh. Stick taps out the freshman goaltender Jack Freed of Mamaroneck High School, who backstopped the Tigers to a one-to-one tie in overtime against uh, St. Joe's out of Buffalo in his varsity debut. Stick taps out to the Cicero North Syracuse hockey team for hosting a paint-the-ring-purple game versus Fulton on Tuesday, December 5th, with puck drop set for 7.30 p.m. All proceeds from the game and corresponding t-shirt sales uh, benefited the local American Cancer Society and the Cicero North Syracuse Relay for Life. Stick taps out to the Ithaca High School Boys varsity hockey team who dedicated their 3-2 OT victory over Clinton in memory of Sam, the father of one of the players who recently lost his brave battle with prostate cancer. Stick taps out to freshman goalie Ari Wolberg of the Horace Greeley Quakers, who made 37 saves in his first varsity win, uh, which was a 4-2 victory over White Plains on Thursday, December 7th. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Justin Schultz of the White Plains Tigers, who made 19 saves in a 4-2 loss to Horace Greeley on Thursday, December 7th, Justin now has over 1,000 saves during his varsity career. Stick taps out to the Suffern Varsity Hockey team for teaming up with Viola Elementary School for their second annual Pajama Drive. All fans were encouraged to bring a child-sized pair of pajamas to the Mounties game uh, versus New Rochelle on Friday, December 8th at Sportorama. Stick taps out to head coach Ed Witts and his 2017 New York State champion Pelham Pelicans varsity hockey team for hosting a huge tournament at the Ice Hutch in Mount Vernon. In total, 15 teams from the Hudson Valley and across New York State faced off against each other on December 1st, and the tournament continued on December 8th. Be sure to follow the Pelham Memorial High School team's Twitter account at PMHSVarsityPuck for more info. Stick taps out to the Arlington Club hockey team of the HVH, S-I-H-A, as they're set to face off against Washingtonville for a very good cause on Saturday, December 9th at the McCann Ice Arena in Poughkeepsie. Puck drop is set for 7 p.m., and all proceeds are to benefit the Sparrows Nest, Hudson Valley, a local nonprofit that aims to serve homemade food to families who have been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, For more information, please visit the team's account on Twitter, at Arlington Hockey. You can also contact me for more info. My fingers are crossed that that game gets off tonight without a hitch because of the inclement weather we're experiencing right now. Stick taps out to the Falcons of St. Joe's Matuchin, who will host a salute to service game on Wednesday, December 13th. Local servicemen will be honored on the ice pre-game. Puck drop is set for 8 p.m. at the arenas at Woodbridge. Stick taps out to the Hamden and Darien high school varsity ice hockey teams as they are set to face off against each other on Saturday, December 16th in the hashtag Be like Ben night in honor of Ben Callahan, who died tragically in a car accident this past summer in Brantford. The team will be collecting new sweatshirts, hats and gloves and donating them in Ben's honor as he enjoyed spreading love, joy and faith to others. Stick taps out to the Thomas Titans for hosting their 6th annual Honor Our Heroes game versus Geneva on Thursday, December 21st at the Webster Ice Arena. Puck drop is set for 7 p.m. and all U.S. military personnel and first responders will be admitted for free. Stick taps out to the St. John Vianney high school hockey team and the Christian Brothers Academy uh, for playing in a military appreciation game at the Navesink Country Club on Wednesday, January 3rd. Uh, CBA will be collecting donations for the Lieutenant Dennis W. Zelinsky Memorial Fund. And St. John Vianney's proceeds will benefit the Pause for Vets program. I'm going to do what I can to get myself down there for that game. And uh, last but not least, Stick taps out to senior goaltender Andrew Vinka of the St. Rose hockey team, who was in the blue paint playing for the Frozen Roses against New Jersey Powerhouse CBA after being diagnosed with a degenerative disc disorder in his back as a freshman three seasons earlier. So it's great to see him back out on the ice. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or hockey-related event or charity, and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to the HVPucks Podcast. I'll be back with some of my final thoughts after this start uh, this is Sam Drew and you're listening to HV Pucks available for free on Google Play iTunes and SoundCloud now back to the show As the horn sounds on the fourth episode of season two, I want to let you know some of the topics for this season's future podcasts. I'm making some great progress on being a female hockey player. Um, I interviewed uh, this weekend Ashling Cavanaugh from Nyack Tappan Zee, Willow Barnes from Carmel, and um, Mackenzie Schroeder from Monroe Woodbury. So I'm going to be releasing that episode probably during the Christmas holiday break. Uh, I feel very passionate about this topic. Uh, As the father of two daughters, I want to make sure that I'm constantly empowering my daughters to be positive females uh, and good role models for others. And uh, the young ladies that I have interviewed uh, to to date uh, certainly fit that bill. Um, I I want to talk about which rink is the best rink in the Hudson Valley. I have yet to visit... um, the Trinity Pauling rink, and I have yet to visit Murray's, so I might need uh, the listeners to chime in with their thoughts and opinions on those two barns, but I've been to pretty much every other rink in the area, so uh, we're going to tackle best rink in the Hudson Valley. I really want to get together with Stefan Vallis and Mike Schoenbach and put together a comprehensive history of hockey in the Hudson Valley. Both of those guys are a wealth of information. They are uh Mike is a former off-ice official, and Stefan uh, does it with his father and his uncle. Uh, So I think that getting them all together for like a roundtable kind of thing would be great. Um, I'm also looking at ways to expose kids to hockey and grow the sport at a grassroots level. Um, I really like what Mike Benelli is all about, and I'm looking uh, looking forward to having him on the show. And again, if there's topics that you'd like me to address, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. Um, It's always great to see former players and alumni at the games during Thanksgiving and the holiday season. I'm sure I'm going to run into a number of people at the rinks over the next few weeks. So I'm very excited to announce the addition of a Where Are They Now segment. To the podcast, so any former Hudson Valley player, please tweet or DM me again at TravJack71 if you want to come on. I had Tommy Spiro on not too long ago. Uh, that episode's going to air in the near future. Uh, it was great to catch up with him and find out, you know, what's going on now that he's playing junior hockey out in California. Um, I've also been focusing a little bit more on the Hudson Valley college pucks uh, scene. Teams like Stack, Marist, Ramapo, uh, Army, and uh, Fordham. And uh, In fact, I recently had the opportunity to sit down with Brian Riley, head coach for the Army West Point Black Knights hockey team. My interview with him can be found on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud, Uh, and now Stitcher. All those platforms are free, so just search for the Hudson Valley Hockey Podcast and download any of the episodes from Season 1 or any of the episodes from Season 2 for absolutely free. F-R-E-E, and who doesn't like free? I'm also looking to have a recurring segment entitled From the Trainer's Room, which will focus on athlete health, safety, and nutrition. I recently spoke to a trainer for a local high school team, and she has agreed to come on the show. Before I sign off, I want to make sure that I thank my beautiful wife, Marisol, and my two daughters, Juliana and Kayla, also known as my own personal home team, for their never-ending support, love, patience, and understanding, because our family time definitely takes a hit over the next few months as I embark on another exciting high school hockey season. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at TravJack71. Uh, I looked the other day and I'm up to almost 97,000 tweets. That's an awful lot of tweets. I think I got a problem. Um, You can find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. And on Snapchat at 5 underscore min major. I do most of my work on Twitter. I do a little bit more now on Instagram. Not really doing too much on Snapchat. But again, give me some time to get used to these different platforms. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, check out the EP Broken Walls by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can also find them on Twitter at FractureBand, on Instagram at FractureOfficial, FractureBandOfficial on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. They're a local band, very talented. Uh, they're going to be putting out some dates pretty soon for shows. Uh, But they're also working on a studio album, so as soon as I get info on that, I'll pass it along. Again, this is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you at the rink.